You're listening to the Her Leadership Coach Podcast for the quietly determined career woman who's looking to step up into her first or next level leadership role. If you're looking to make a bigger, more positive difference in your organization, you've come to the right place. Well, hello, welcome in. It's Rochelle. On today's episode of Her Leadership Coach, we're getting into the details of what it takes to be a leader. Now, if you've been following Her Leadership Coach since the beginning, first of all, thank you. And secondly, you might remember the very first episode where I talked about the three key pillars to getting promoted to a leadership role. If you haven't listened yet, I highly recommend you go back and take a listen because this is the foundation for getting promoted faster. However, cut a long story short, the three pillars are to be a leader from the inside out, build your village and really allow yourself to shine. Now, while you can build these pillars in any order, approaching them sequentially does make it both easier and it it leads to better outcomes. So if you start by being a leader, you'll find you build a better village. And when you're surrounded and supported by a higher caliber of people and you have that inner confidence and the calm that comes with being a leader, it makes it so much easier to shine and to be more visible, to do and show your best work. So with that in mind, I'm going to share my proprietary framework with you today, the Her Leadership Way Manifesto that guides you to being a leader from the inside out. Now, the manifesto sits inside the Accelerate Your Leadership Academy, and this is a lot of the focus in there. So what's it all about? What does it take to be a leader? Let me start by saying it's one of those things where the journey is the destination, So it's not about where you're going to end up because there isn't an end point, right? However, you are able to make big shifts in a short period of time when you start on this journey. And the good news is if you even get started on this journey, you're already further down the path than the majority of the population, Now, last week I interviewed Dr. Ryan Gottfriedson, who is a professor and author of The Elevated Leader, which is a book about vertical development. And again, if you missed that episode, definitely go back and have a listen. He has just the best insights into what adult development is and what it means for leadership as you become what he calls more cognitively and emotionally sophisticated. And he uses a really good analogy in the interview to highlight the difference between learning how to do leadership things, which is what Ryan calls horizontal development, and learning how to be a leader, which he calls vertical development. So if you take your smartphone, um, we add apps to our phone quite often, if you're me, which makes it more capable of doing more things, right? Performing more functions. So the apps represent when we learn to do new things like holding one-on-one meetings, having difficult conversations or being strategic. But there comes a time where you download that new app that everyone's talking about and it just doesn't work with your phone. 
or you find the phone starts becoming really sluggish and it might do some weird things every now and then and just shut itself down and you realize oops time to upgrade the operating system and this is what Ryan refers to as vertical development and what I refer to as becoming a leader we need to level up our operating system if we don't there are some things we might learn the mechanics of how to do like the steps but we really just can't do it with our current operating system you also find the more vertically developed you become you're just able to deal with the world in a healthier way you won't be so sluggish or prone to just shutting down or doing things that even in your own head just didn't make sense okay so what are our operating systems well basically they're how we operate in the world which is almost entirely based on our mindsets and our mindsets are our attitudes and beliefs about the world and how we see ourselves within the world and depending on what mindset we have about something we then act and behave accordingly let me give you a small example to, to show you what I mean when I first started this business, it would take me hours to record a video to either, you know, be part of my course or go on Facebook. I had all these voices inside my head telling me I was going to make a fool of myself. People wouldn't want to hear what I had to say. I was going to sound like an idiot. <laughs> I don't know if you recognize any of those thoughts, but there were so many beliefs in my brain that were holding me back. My mindset at the time really was, if you put yourself out there, people are going to judge you harshly. There was also a mindset in there that it's like my worth was tied up in everyone liking me, right? So my actions were geared towards doing things in order to avoid other people's judgment and to make sure people liked me. Now I'll come back to this example in a minute, but first let's talk about the three steps to creating personal change, that is to becoming a leader from the inside out. So the first step is we need the information. So knowing the Her Leadership Way Manifesto framework is a great start, uh, and I'll talk more about that shortly. The second step is introspection. So the mindsets that we form are largely complete by the time we're around seven years old and they've done research on these which means by this age we're pretty attached to those mindsets mindsets show up in the brain and they show up as neural pathways and the longer we've held them the more we use them the deeper entrenched those mindsets are so if we go back to the example where my belief was if I put a video out of me talking about leadership people wouldn't like me and I was only worthy if people liked me unfortunately that's a pretty common belief for us as women we're often brought up in a culture where we're taught to be the good girl to be pleasant to be nice to be sure that people like us right so by the time I started this business, that belief had been around a pretty long time, which means that neural pathway was pretty much like a super highway for me. It was very well traveled. 
so well traveled that I didn't even recognize that as a mindset or as a belief. It was just, it was just the way it was. It was just a truth to me that I needed to be good and I needed to be liked. So to uncover that as a mindset, and then once I could see it as a mindset, to start to shift that mindset, took looking inwards. It took introspection, self-reflection. I was asked the questions that when I really thought about the answers, they didn't gel with my original belief. So what was more important to me? Having everyone like me or being able to make a positive difference to people's lives? That was a pretty powerful question for me at the time. Powerful enough to help me shift my mindset and my beliefs pretty quickly. I realized that wanting everyone, everyone, and I mean everyone, I wanted everyone to like me. It was a limiting belief in that it was limiting my behaviors to sort of, I guess, stay vanilla, right? You know, the ice cream flavor that doesn't like to stand out. So, I mean, the majority of people like vanilla, but I don't know that many people that love it. Okay, so the third step is inspiration. So the introspection, the self-reflection, it is super important. But without the inspiration to take action on it, you can get into a bit of sort of overthinking, ruminating, a lot of self-criticism. I've been there. So you want to use a bit of inspiration to work out what new thoughts and behaviors will help you shift your mindsets. And the easiest way to do that is to put systems in place that will help turn those new behaviors into habits. We want to automate these behaviors. You will also be well served while trying to create these habits by some inspirational people helping to support you and hold you accountable as you practice these new thoughts and behaviors. And then over time, those new thoughts and behaviors replace your existing superhighway neural pathway mindsets with more positive mindsets. So again, if we go back to the example, the introspection is what made me shift my mindset to, to uncover it, uh, to see how it was limiting me and to look at what might replace it. So now I needed to add in the thoughts and behaviors that I wanted. And that would help me sort of shift that super highway sized original neural pathway back down to a highway, then down to a road, then down to a dirt track through a field. And eventually what happens is over time, those neural pathways that used to be super highways can actually break and just no longer exist. There's no longer a path that makes me think that uh, having people, everybody like me is more important than making a difference in the world, right? So at the same time as breaking that pathway, I build a new mindset that's, that may start as a dirt track, but builds up to a superhighway. And for me, in this example, that became a habit of showing up on video. And the system that I put in place for this 
was to announce in my Facebook group back then that I was going to show up live for 30 days in a row. I am kind of astounded now that I did that back then, but that gave me that added inspiration of accountability and I did it. Okay, so three steps, information, introspection, and inspiration are what help you to shift, right? To help you change, personal change, mindset shifts. Let's head back to step one and talk a little bit more about the information phase. So the Her Leadership Way Manifesto that I've pulled together, this framework, consists of three principles. So we've got three steps, now we've got three principles, because of course, three is the magic number. And the three principles are, we ask powerful questions, we take 100% responsibility, and we give grace to ourselves and to others. And remember when we were talking about the doing of leadership. So let's take difficult conversations. One of the things we get taught to do as leaders and see what it might be like if we apply each of these principles. So if I go into a conversation with my boss, for example, because I've got feedback to give her, maybe something I think she could be doing better or something that isn't working for me. I'm going to say for most of us, we just tend to avoid that situation and hope it gets better on its own. I have been there and done that. And then some others might follow the steps we're taught for such situations. You know, maybe you've been taught the feedback sandwich. So you go in and you tell them something that they're doing well. Then you talk about what it is you really want to talk about. And then you loop back to some sweet thing at the end uh, that they're doing well again. Now, I've tried that. It's not great. (laughs) It feels really contrived. I just, I don't feel comfortable. I don't feel authentic approaching feedback in that way. So let's take it through the three principles. So first of all, we're going to give our boss grace, right? Which means we're going to assume she is coming from a good place. She's trying to do her best and she's wanting to do her best. All right, next one, we take 100% responsibility. So this means we look at our part in this situation. Why is what she's doing triggering us? Or maybe we look at how we are acting that might be causing her, her to act in a particular way. Or is there something that we're not doing that we might be able to start doing that would cause a shift in her behavior? And then finally, we ask powerful questions. So we get curious rather than blaming. We seek to understand where she's coming from, what might be underlying this behavior. You can probably see how the outcome with those three principles is going to be a lot better, more respectful. There's going to be less defensiveness on both parts. It really will come out as a win-win situation than going in saying hey that's great you're doing this really crappily but hey good job on that thanks see ya like that just it's miles apart in outcomes and and authenticity right so I'm sure you can see how powerful that's going to be now each of those three principles is supported by three mindset 
or behavioral shifts. And we're going to be looking at them over the coming weeks. So make sure you're subscribed to Her Leadership Podcast so you don't miss one. If you're keen, though, to get a bit of an advanced look at what these mindset shifts are now, I have put the three principles and nine mindset shifts into a printable Her Leadership Way manifesto that you can download and use as a guide to keep you on track with those three principles, at least. Uh, And, you know, as we get into the nine mindset shifts, you're going to be able to use them as a guide for that too. So head to herleadershipway.com forward slash HLW for Her Leadership Way manifesto to get access to that straight away. I'll add the link into the show notes for you too, so you can just click on it and magically be taken to the webpage. Okay, thanks for joining me this week. If you want to continue the conversation about being a leader from the inside or the three principles within the Her Leadership Way Manifesto, why not join us in the Women in Leadership Facebook group? You'll find the link to that in the show notes as well. There is so much wisdom I find from women just like you inside the group, so you will love it there, I'm sure. If you got value out of this episode, I would love it if you could share it with others. And of course, if you've been listening to podcasts for any amount of time, you will know that rating the show and leaving a review helps others find the show. And I really would appreciate it if you were to do so. Until next week, continue to lead the way her way.